Welcome to the Gospel of Grace radio broadcast, a primitive Baptist ministry declaring the good news of the finished work of salvation by grace alone. This weekly radio program is brought to you by Elder Joe Nettles, pastor of Sulphur Springs Primitive Baptist Church in Caledonia, Mississippi, and Elder David Wise, pastor of Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church in Ackerman, Mississippi. We now invite you to stay tuned for our message this morning. We'd like to welcome you to the Gospel of Grace radio broadcast. We're 
very thankful that you've tuned in with us here on the program this morning. And uh, we'd invite you to uh, look at our website, gospel-of-grace.com. You can subscribe to our podcast and find past messages. And you can find a church locator. If you're not in the North Mississippi area, find a church that's closer to you. But if you are in the North Mississippi area, we'd love for you to come see us at Sulphur Springs Primitive Baptist Church. That's in Caledonia, Mississippi. And Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church in Ackerman. And we also meet on Wednesday nights in Starkville, Mississippi at 6 p.m. Be sure and go and like Sulphur Springs Primitive Baptist Church Facebook page. We live stream those Wednesday night messages as well as the regular Sunday service at Sulphur Springs. And be sure and like Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church Facebook page as well. We post our weekly sermons and other articles and content on the Facebook page. Also, be sure and check out Grace Alone Radio, a 24-7 internet streaming app with Primitive Baptist content. You can go to gracealoneradio.net and subscribe to that and download an app on your phone. This morning, we'd like to bring you a message about God's interactions with Joshua and with Hezekiah and the amazing interventions that he had with the prayers of those two individuals as he literally stopped and moved heaven and earth to bless his children through those instances. So we want to consider those accounts together here on the program this morning. Hope you can stay tuned with us. We'll bring that message for you right after this song.
We've spent some time thinking about the God of heaven and earth who is in control of this entire universe and all of this earth as well. So in the aftermath of that, we'd like to go to Joshua chapter 10 and consider Joshua's account and then later an instance in the life of Hezekiah where God stopped some of those natural laws. Take heed to the prayers of his children. So in Joshua chapter 10, Israelites were fighting a fierce battle with the Amorites, and they were led by the general Joshua. You have the five kings of the Amorites that had allied together to fight Israel. And God had given a confirmation to Joshua to not be afraid of the Amorites, that God was going to bless them and deliver them into his hand. And the Lord discomfited them, and, and the Lord fought for them, and he chased them out of Gibeon, and the Lord even cast down great hailstones on their head upon the Amorites as they fled. However, Israel needed one last push to defeat the Amorites in battle. And then Joshua boldly asked before the Lord and in the presence of all the people of Israel for the sun and the moon to stand still. Let's look at this in Joshua chapter 10, beginning in verse 12. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in it and after it. And the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Now, I just want us to just take a step back for a minute. <laughs> We've been talking about the God of heaven and of earth and these natural laws, the earth spins around one time in a day, 24-hour period. It's on a, a 23 and a half angle axis. And it says here in the Bible that Joshua prayed for God to let the sun stand still. So what that means is the sun didn't stand still. What that means is that the earth stopped rotating. Not only did Joshua ask that, but God answered that prayer. Okay, first of all, look at Joshua. What amazing faith and what amazing boldness does he show by even asking for this? I mean, he doesn't understand all of the scientific effects of theoretically what would happen if the earth stopped spinning. You know, this was well before we had that kind of scientific knowledge. But again, it didn't matter to Joshua. <laughs> it really shouldn't matter to us either. Sometimes too much learning decreases our faith, right? How amazing is it that Joshua literally asked the God of heaven to cause the earth to stop spinning? And God answered it. God answered his prayer so his people could defeat their enemies in battle. If you know anything about science, and I'm not an expert in this, but I remember some of this from my elementary classes, that in our solar system, our planet revolves around the sun, right? And the earth spins as it rotates around the sun, and the earth rotates around one time in pretty much 24 hours, technically 23 hours, 56 minutes, and four seconds. That's why we have leap years, by the way. But did you know, I didn't know this until I looked this up, did you know that the earth rotates at a thousand miles per hour? Now we have gravity, right, that keeps us on the earth, which is really amazing that gravity keeps us on the earth. But do you realize that we're spinning? This earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour, which makes sense, right? Because we found in a previous message that the earth is about 24,000, a little bit more than that, about 24,000 miles around so if our Earth spins, so if we go around one time in 24 hours, we'd be going about 1,000 miles per hour, right? But do you realize that the Earth 
spins a thousand miles per hour. Now, how amazing is it that gravity doesn't fling us off? I mean, um, I think a general airplane, you get on an airplane, you fly from one city to another, an airplane is probably gonna fly maybe 500 miles per hour. I mean, can you imagine what would happen to a earthly human if we were literally moving a thousand miles per hour like in an airplane? I mean, our skin would probably just peel off our body. I mean, we couldn't handle it. But do you realize we're spinning a thousand miles per hour? But then God stopped it. <laughs> okay, someone's driving 55, 60 miles an hour, and they run into a tree. Now think about all the damage that happens when you go from moving at a very high speed, what we would deem a very high speed, right? 50 or 60 miles an hour. What happens when you go from moving at a high speed to stopping immediately? There's a lot of damage that happens, isn't it? Can you imagine what would happen if something was moving a thousand miles per hour and it stopped immediately, stopped on a dime? The earth spins at a thousand miles per hour and God stopped it for a whole day. God stopped it for a whole day. Now, we would think, well, that's not possible. You know, a scientist would look at that and they'd look at this biblical account and they would say, well, there's, there's no way possible that naturally that could occur. And I would agree with that in science. I mean, there's a reason why they're natural laws. I mean, they're a law because that's how things are supposed to occur. But God is the God of heaven and earth, and he's in control of, of everything on earth. He's in control of everything in the heavens. And he can also control all of those ripple effects and problems that theoretically would be created by the earth stopping rotating for a whole day. I mean, that would mess up with the moon and the tides. I mean, tons of things that theoretically would happen if this earth stopped rotating. But notice in Job chapter nine and verse seven, it says, God commands the sun and it riseth not and sealeth up the stars. You know, God could cover up the stars if he wanted to, cover them up with his hand. You know, he meted them out with the span, he can cover them up with his hand. God created the heavens and the stars with his fingers. He can cover them up with his fingers. He can cover them up with his hand. But notice God commandeth the sun and it riseth not. Now, what does that mean naturally? The sun did not rise. No, the earth stopped spinning, right? So God is in control to command the sun not to rise. He's in control to command the earth to stop spinning. And certainly we can't understand that. We can't understand how that's possible and how everything wouldn't go haywire, but God's in control of his creation. He's in control to stop the earth spinning at a thousand miles per hour on a dime. And that's amazing. It's amazing. It says in uh, Joshua chapter 10, verse 14, there was no day like that before or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. <laughs> well, I would agree with that. I don't think there was any day like it. I don't think there was any day like it before or after that God, as it says, fought for Israel. Now, it's amazing that God did this. You know, it's amazing that Joshua prayed this prayer. It's amazing that he would have the boldness and the faith to pray this prayer. It's amazing that God would answer this prayer. But do you understand that God did this because of one man? Do you understand that? God did this because of the effectual fervent prayer of one man, and he did it to defend his people. It says the Lord fought for Israel. The Lord did this to defend his people against their enemies. You know, sometimes we feel like that God is just, I know theoretically he's on his throne. I know theoretically he's still the God of heaven and earth and has all power in heaven and earth. 
but he must not be that concerned about me. I don't feel like God is evident in my life. I don't feel like I can feel his moving. I don't feel like I can feel answer to my prayers. You know, maybe God is really not that concerned about me. He's really not involved in my life. Listen, God literally, God literally stopped earth from spinning because of the prayers of one of his children. One of his children. Let's look at another account of Hezekiah. This is in 2 Kings chapter 20, and we also see it in Isaiah chapter 38. We're going to focus mainly on the 2 Kings chapter 20 account. A prophet, Isaiah, goes and tells Hezekiah to set his house in order because he's about to die. And Hezekiah turns to the wall and he prays unto God. He prays unto God for mercy. And before Isaiah is even out of the palace, before he's even left, God tells him to turn around and tell Hezekiah that he is going to live 15 more years. Which, by the way, that tells you how immediate of an impact the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes. Hezekiah did not pray for days, for weeks, for a month that God would heal him. He turned to his wall and he shed some tears and he prayed fervently in his soul, in his spirit to the God of heaven and earth. He prayed to him and I'm going to presume that it was a couple minutes long. Hezekiah prayed that prayer. God tells Isaiah to turn around and tell Hezekiah, I answered your prayer. I tell you, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man and a righteous woman avails much. Amen? And God's answers to prayer sometimes are immediate. Now, God doesn't always answer our prayers immediately, but this tells us he can, okay? So Hezekiah thinks he's about to die. He prays unto God, and God gives him 15 more years, which you would think he would be elated about that, right? <laughs> you would think he would be so excited that he wouldn't question it. But instead, Hezekiah requests a sign to confirm the promise of God. 2 Kings chapter 20, beginning in verse 9. Isaiah said unto Hezekiah, This sign shalt thou have of the Lord, that the Lord will do the thing that he has spoken. Shall the shadow go forward 10 degrees or back 10 degrees? So he is giving Hezekiah an option. Would you like the sundial to go forward 10 degrees or would you like the sundial to go backward 10 degrees? And Hezekiah answered, it is a light thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees. Nay, but let the shadow return backward 10 degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow 10 degrees backward, by which it had gone down in the dial of Ahaz. Now, think about what we just talked about. We've told you that the earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour. It says that the sundial went back 10 degrees. But this was not just a visual trick. This was not just God playing a visual trick on Hezekiah to encourage him that he was going to get better. It says in Isaiah chapter 38 and verse 8 that the sun returned 10 degrees by the degrees in which it was going down. In other words, God didn't just play around with that sundial. God didn't just move that sundial back 10 degrees. Do you know what this means? This means that God made the earth spin the opposite direction. Now, what does 10 degrees equate to? I don't have any way of knowing that. 10 degrees on a sundial, I don't know if that equates to it spinning back, you know, so many miles or, or something like that. But for this to occur, it clearly says in the Word of God that the sun returned 10 degrees. And again, I don't believe that God was just playing a visual trick on Hezekiah. 
I believe what happened is that the earth was spinning a thousand miles per hour and God literally moved it back the way we would dial back the hands on our watch. We stop the watch, we dial it back, and we click it. Now, if stopping the earth on a dime for 24 hours for Joshua was a big deal, <laughs> can you imagine all the problems that theoretically would occur for something to be going a thousand miles in one direction and then immediately spin backward 10 degrees, possibly at the exact same velocity. I mean, we just can't even articulate everything that would theoretically go wrong with the earth stopping, first of all, but then everything that would go wrong with the earth spinning backward. But I believe the word of God. I believe that that is what happened, that God spun the earth backward 10 degrees during this account. But I think what is so significant about this is that God did this to confirm the faith of one of his little children. And by the way, Hezekiah is very unfaithful right after he gets better. I'm so glad that God is not like us because there is no way that I would be as kind and as gracious and as compassionate. And I sure enough wouldn't spin the earth backward for Hezekiah right after he gets better he is going to tour all of his kingdom of the people of Babylon, and he is going to receive a judgment from God because of him doing that. And that is one of the significant factors of the Babylonian captivity, that everything that you have shown these Babylonians, Hezekiah, it's all going to be taken back because you opened up your kingdom to the Babylonians. So Hezekiah is just about to do that. He's just about to open up his kingdom to these Babylonians and show them everything, and be disobedient to the word of God. If I was God, I would say, you know what? I said I was going to heal you. I will heal you, but I sure enough ain't going to spin the world backward for you, especially when I know in my omniscience that you're going to uh, be disobedient to me, be lifted up with pride in your heart, and show your kingdom to all these Babylonians in just a little bit after I allow you to get better. <laughs> if I was God, I sure enough would not condescend to Hezekiah. But praise the Lord, our God is much more loving than you and I are. This child of God that needed confirmation, this child of God that needed encouragement, God literally, I want to let the gravity of this account sink in. God literally spun the earth backward. For what purpose? To confirm the faith of one of his little children. With Joshua, God stopped the earth from spinning at the request of one of his children to bless his people to defeat their enemies. Truly, as we're told in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. I know there's plenty of scoffers out there that would listen to a message like this and say there's no way that could happen. Well, in a natural scientific sense, I would tend to agree with that. But you want to know who's in charge of science? God is. You want to know who's in charge of the heaven and the earth? God is. You want to know who's in charge of the rotation of this earth? God is. With men, it's impossible. No doubt. <laughs> I agree 100%. With men, it's impossible. But guess what? With God, all things are possible. We need to be reminded. We need to be reminded very often that Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 tells us, we pray unto a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You know, Joshua didn't have that verse. Joshua didn't have Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, but he believed it, didn't he? 
He believed that God was able to do things that were impossible with men. They were impossible in this world. That the biggest thing he could think of at that moment was God stopping the rotation of the earth. And guess what? God did it. It's just amazing for me to think about the fact that God did this in general. And that's amazing to think about. But God literally stopped the earth. He literally stopped the earth from spinning and even spun it backward at the request of a couple of his little children. Child of God, don't ever doubt that God cares for you. Don't ever doubt that God hears your prayers. God heard the prayer of Hezekiah, didn't he? God heard the prayer of Hezekiah. He even added 15 more years to his life because he heard the prayer of Hezekiah. God sees you. God sees you in your suffering. He sees you in the circumstance that you're in. He sees you, and I would encourage you to pray boldly. Pray knowing that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Pray knowing that with men, things are impossible, but pray knowing that there is nothing impossible with our God. And our God is willing to condescend. Our God is willing to encourage the faith of little bitty children of God that make mistakes just like Hezekiah and make mistakes just like me and you. God cares enough about you to hear your prayer and to answer your prayer and to maybe even stop heaven and earth, maybe even to move heaven and earth to bless his people, to save his people. God hears our cries. He hears our prayers and he hears your prayers and he will attend to your need because our God, the God of heaven and earth will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And we need to pray these bold prayers. We need to pray like Joshua. We need to pray like Hezekiah and have confidence and trust in the God of heaven and earth that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think because with our God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. And in a scientific sense, I agree. These things are impossible. But with our God, nothing is impossible, even at the request of just a couple of his little bit of children, just like me and you. We pray the Lord's blessings upon you today. And until we have a chance to spend time with you on the program again, we pray God will richly bless you. If you enjoy the messages you hear on the Gospel of Grace radio broadcast, we invite you to visit a Primitive Baptist Church in your community. To find a Primitive Baptist Church near you, to listen to past messages online, and to find further contact information, you can visit our website at gospel-of-grace.com. You can also find our program on iTunes under podcast entitled The Gospel of Grace, a Primitive Radio Broadcast. If you listen and enjoy our program, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us by email at gospelofgracepb at gmail.com. This program is produced by Sulphur Springs Primitive Baptist Church, 40283 Wolf Road, Caledonia, Mississippi, and Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church, 11 Staten Road, on Highway 15, just north of Ackerman, Mississippi. We would love for you to come and worship with us each Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. 
We invite you to tune in again next week for another message from the Gospel of Grace. Until next time, we pray God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus our Lord. Wonderful the